When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, hey. Sorry I didn't see you there. This is an audio medium. If you grew up on Disney Channel shows and DCOMs, my time machine is ready for you to take a journey back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! What is up, time travelers? Welcome back to the Time Machine podcast with me, Becca Stogner. And me, Hunter Martin. Becca, happy anniversary. You never proposed to me. Well, it's our (laughs) podcast anniversary. It is. Today, November 3rd, our first ever episode dropped called the Beyonce of Disney Channel. (laughs) It dropped about two months after I said I was going to drop it. I know. I was like, when did we do that? So congrats. Congrats to you. This is also our, um, this is also episode number 40 that we're going into right now as well. Wow. All very serendipitous. Very serendipitous. So we are celebrating our one year anniversary with a big episode. And when we do big episodes, we need special people to come along the journey with us. We need big guests. (laughs) big huge guest so today everyone please welcome into your ears our very special guest for our one year celebration podcast scott wilson i I am the gabriella montez of this podcast i'm arriving i was i was gonna say scott (laughs) patrick wilson but i didn't know if you still did that you still do that yeah i uh i I do but i don't really need to be known by right any type Um, of name specifically Scott. OG fans might recognize Scott oh, from yes. episode two, the Drusilia yes. of it all. Yes. The Drusilia of it all. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. only episode of the Time Machine that Hunter is not on. <laughs> <laughs> so when we were discussing, oh, Becca, our one year's coming up, we were like, what should we do? We need to have at least a guest on because we've had you, we've had two other people on, and they've been kind of on episode numbers. Like we had one on our tenth episode, mm-hmm. and then our. And then our twenty first, I think. Yeah, so was like- I was uh, I was the Drew Seeley to Hunter Zach Efron for the second <laughs> episode. I stepped in <laughs> when. Uh, um, and so maybe he yeah. didn't have the range. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have the range. <laughs> it's like after a certain note, it's like puberty all over again. Uh, no, so I said we have to have Scott on because he built this podcast. You're the second episode. Wow, that's that's an honor. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I love this podcast. I love, um, I mean, nobody loves Disney Channel more than y'all. So it's, uh, you know, oh, momentous it. that y'all uh, just get to like talk shit about, you know, <laughs> the things you love. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the dream. Um, thank you. Thank you. Well, we appreciate you coming to join us. Um, usually we have a Disney four on one, but I thought it'd be fun to do something different. Our one year. So mm-hmm. instead of some Disney 4-on-1, I'm going to give you some Time Mouse facts. Ooh. Since it's a year of our podcast, I kind of crunched some numbers. 
<laughs> I did some math. Thank you very much. You did some math? Yes, my brain is still recovering. I had to do it very slowly. So, oh my gosh. So that we have 39 hours worth of content. Um we uh we have covered two decoms, two theatrical movies. We've watched at least one episode from eight separate Disney Channel shows. We've done four artist deep dives. We've covered two albums. The shows we've covered the most are Hannah Montana, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, and that's Raven with four episodes. Of course. We've done 93 Disney 411 stories. Woo! And we have a tie on who we've reported the most. So who do we think has been reported on the most from this year? Christy Carlson Romano and... (laughs) The Jonas Brothers are my guesses. I, it's definitely Chrissy Carlson Romano. Well, she was close. She she was coming in close towards the end. I'll tell you, the runner-ups for how many for the people who almost made it was Christy and Olivia Rodrigo. We did have a lot about Olivia Rodrigo's merch disasters, right? And when we launched the podcast, it was right near driver's license. It was driver's had- license had just come out. Well. Wow. The people who tied with the most stories, eight stories, Miley Cyrus and <laughs> E.T. Lover herself. I was going to say Demi Lovato. Demi! Demi next. Damn it. So I was going back and <laughs> listening to like the beginning of each episode. Yeah. A lot of times we reported on Demi's unidentified. Demi has had a year. <laughs> Demi's had a year. The di- we Did y'all see that she hung out with uh, Joe Jonas? I know. Uh, like last night or something? Yeah. <laughs> so I guess that feud's over because there was a feud going on between them. Oh, was there a feud? I didn't know that. Okay. Uh, I guess. I, there was one time when Demi said the only person she's in contact, this is recently, what from that Disney day was Miley. And, <clears> but <throat> now we're all good. So there's just some um, time, mouse, uh, time mouse facts. Woohoo! Wow. Crunch some numbers. Look at us, and we're only gonna keep growing. We're all gonna keep growing because this episode is about to be hefty. Yes. Well, <laughs> a hefty episode about a hefty movie. Right. Becca, what are we talking about? <laughs> well, our celebratory episode tonight. We're doing a two-part extravaganza, dating all the way back to our second episode. We are doing a deep dive on my, probably my favorite, one of my favorite decoms. Uh, High School Musical two. High School Musical two. Yeah, we we covered High School Musical during during our month of musicals, all the way back. I don't even remember when we did that. It was April, I think, because it we lined it up with the um the anniversary of High School Musical. Oh, you're right. Yes. So it naturally our one year had to be a bigger, better thing about a bigger, better movie. Right. So High School Musical two released (laughs) August seventeenth. 2007 where were you i where was i i was at my house i was babysitting my little sister and my friend came over and we popped popcorn and we were all excited okay, so this is something i'm glad that you friends. confirmed because like i remember it coming out like when school was starting and i remember yeah. thinking that that was so dumb because i was like it's about summer so why the heck is it coming out that like is- before because I, I remember sitting in like math class in seventh grade and people talking about it. And I was like, 
Why why are we in school remember, when this movie came out? I don't remember if I was in school yet or not. I, I definitely had. Sure. I think I had had my first like couple days back already because we stayed the night at one of my friend's houses on the like over the weekend and we all watched it. Yeah, I I mean I was babysitting my little sister, so I don't know what I was doing. I wonder what else came out that summer. So the only movie that came out during the summer of that year was Johnny Capahala back on board. Oh, that movie rocked. That movie rocked. <laughs> so June eighth, two thousand seven. I'm reading the the Disney Channel original movie list, and each of them have how many viewers it got, and it's not announced. <laughs> But of course, everyone knows High School Musical 2 got 17.2 million viewers. That's crazy. That it's it's still the one to beat, isn't it? Like, I don't think anything else has topped this yet. Yeah, it's still the highest rated DCOM yep. of all time. It also ranked as the highest rated basic cable telecast at the time. Wow. And That's insane. Film, yeah, and the film soundtrack debuted at number one, obviously. It was, the best it was the best-selling album of 2007, um, and it is currently at 3.4 million copies in the U.S. Ooh, where's my vinyl? Do they not have vinyls at Urban Outfitters? Of High School Musical 2? No, just the first one. I have a dream in my mind of like a blue and gold marble press. Ooh, Lava Springs marble press? Yes, Lava Springs. So my first... Um, reaction while rewatching this movie is you can tell Disney put some money behind this one from the yes. opening <laughs> logo alone. Well, Disney <laughs> sets it up for this one in almost every way. Like I was talking to Elliot about it last night, how in High School Musical 1, you only have like two or three songs that are like big dance numbers uh -huh. and all the rest are just kind of either like little simple choreography or just like park and barks. High School yeah. Musical 2, almost every number is like this big thing. It's also longer. The movie's almost two hours. It's like an hour 54. Yes. Was, you know, they definitely have a bigger budget. That's for sure. I think the thing that I would say about it, though, is that like, you know, in the first one, they're in a school the whole time. And watching Disney Channel, you're used to watching people in schools. But those are all sets. And so like when they're actually in a real school for the first movie, that feels like a budget. The second one, there's something about it that even though you know they have more money, there's sometimes when it feels really, really low budget though. Like I, I always think about the time when they're like, when um, they're all like rehearsing in that like workout studio yeah. um, that yeah. just feels really, really like uh, home movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's just like, this is not a good location, but we're at this huge resort that Disney paid for to film this movie at. Yeah, so there's I like mean, little moments that feel like really, really low budget to me. Yeah. I mean, it is still a decom. So the budget really yeah. isn't that, much uh filming lasted only five weeks and three wow. of those weeks was dance rehearsals yeah you can they like needed it they have so many dance numbers in also, this so this was the first disney channel original movie to be released on blu-ray oh wow how about that how about that you really get in the summer summer high quality <laughs> so let's let's get into it let's yes get into it. so we open on <laughs> the the fantastical bigger budget high school musical 2 logo but then <laughs> what i hate about decons i don't know if they still do it but they would have like the official logo and then everything else would be times new roman <laughs> yes what you want ariel black you want I uh, some, i need something more career i mean if we're gonna open on like 
High School Musical 2 with like a giant logo sparkling and then starring Zac Efron's in Times New Roman with the shadow filter on it. At least it's yeah. not Comic Sans. Right. I also love how you can tell like Disney Channel knew like their High School Musical 2, everyone's waiting. So the first like a minute is just going to be a montage of it's just shots of East High spaces. And I remember watching it being like, "Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm home." I feel right. Like yeah, I'm back. I'm back there's something very like there's like final season friends ask yeah. about like the first shots of the yeah, movie. And, that's like yeah, we're and, we're like thirteen. <laughs> yeah, and the 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 ladder from Bop to the top still in the auditorium. For and the right. the moon is still hanging down too. Yeah. Like, did y'all not strike the set? No. No, and what I love about this movie is technically this movie takes place, what, six months after the first movie? Is that Maybe when it less. takes place? That's, that's, I've always had a question about the timeline. Yeah. Well, what Troy and Gabriella for auditioning for Twinkle Town, Twinkle Town is the winter musical. And you right. can so, the and that's after New Year's. So if school ends in June, it's the same semester. Yeah. So these movies could potentially all take place like within the same calendar year. Like the first one is in January. This one takes place the summer after that year. And then the the last one starts. Well, the, the last one is one. just the one that covers the most amount of like time. Because that covers well, their full senior year. No, the yeah, last right. one. The, well, the last one starts with basketball. Spring. Season. It's the second. Yeah. Okay. So it's the second so semester. It's the okay. second semester of their senior year in the last one. Right. Okay. Right, right, right. So what do we think of this is the only scene Miss Darvis is in? What is she talking about? She's just saying nonsense. And they have Zeke just sitting in front of the stage, just in like a dunce cap. It's like I really feel like Miss Darbus could have been like a guest at the resort. I don't understand thought... why she's yeah. not like, like the, the Evans could, I feel like in some way could butter her up and like give her free amenities well, at the resort. You know I, mean, what I mean, we we traded Miss Darbus for Mr. Mr. Fulton in this movie. Which I have an issue with his name. Why? Fulton? Bolton? Uh. That's too confusing for a seven-year-old to watch. With two characters having very similar similar last names. Like, that's not... That's not I that's guess. Not <laughs> You're telling me you would watch a show like I can't think of another similar name, but it's just not, it's just not right. It's just not right. I just okay. I love I love how Disney will like cycle in actors to do different things. So he was like Eddie's dad and Eddie's million dollar yes, cook off. Yes, 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 yes. And now yes. he's playing like a a supporting kind of antagonist in this one. Right. But what I love about High School Musical two is the saturation in this movie is like out of one hundred. Yes. Colors are so bright. Yeah. Everyone's fits at all times are like red and pink and orange yeah. and blue. They're like and color like coded, dark white. Yeah. yeah, but the minute like even in the school, everyone's everything is just so bright. Um, yeah, you open on Zac Efron and he looks like orange. Yeah, and <laughs> he's Ashley, so crispy in this one. <laughs> Ashley Tisdale's hair is like corn yellow. Right, right, right. Like, like someone like put like a crayon, yellow crayon in her hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, There's something waxy about it. Speaking of hair, remember when photos from the new High School Musical 2 movie came out and Vanessa Hudgens had short hair and everyone's like, oh, yeah, a transformation. Also, she dropped the Anne in this movie. She did. She's no longer Vanessa Ann Hudgens. She's just Vanessa Wow. Hudgens. She got, she's just, she's like, I'm baby V now. No more Anne. 
so obviously it's just like we just start with it's like the last like what like five minutes before the final bell rings and miss darvis is just talking about nothing yeah and everyone's just waiting for that for the clock to strike yeah you have the iconic like summer and the clock keeps getting bigger every time it cuts back to miss darvis which i noticed for the first time summer summer what do we think of what time is it I mean, this is the best group number in the whole, I think, series, if you ask me. You're going to say that about Work This Out? Work This Out is right there. I, But I think that that is a... I think Work This Out, I mean, we're going to get to it, but has some of the best choreography in the whole thing. But I think What Time Is It is just like this really energized, great number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the music's great. The song itself is awesome. I mean, who Um, doesn't love good great. The choreo is yeah. great. I mean, the roller know, coaster, the roller yeah, coaster. They came up with that too, like behind yeah. the scenes when they were oh. like, "You love that that the cast came up with like the coolest move right. in the number." But y'all remember? And I don't think remember- that they get enough like credit for the fact that like Kenny Ortega like choreographed for Michael Jackson, y'all. Like, yeah. this was like a. I, if you want to hear more about under- Kenny Ortega? Go to our third episode, <laughs> Kitty Kitty Kitty. <laughs> it's like under discussed how much his choreography. I think really like makes the whole thing work because you yeah. can get some really cheesy corny like lame choreography and some and some musicals period but in disney musicals and i think that his choreography really like it's it goes under disgust i think because it just blends in so well with like everything mm-hmm. going on also so. i noticed that in this movie kenny ortega is now a producer hmm. okay was, he got think, a he got a buck or two i don't think he was a producer in the first one but I, I noticed his the moment, executive producer um, or just like a regular producer? It's a, it's a co-producer. Okay. So, the know. moment um, when Zac Efron drops the basketball and goes, come on, <laughs> top 15 sexiest moments in film history for me. What I, what wow. I love, what I love about What Time Is It is the whole song is about, I can't wait for summer to start, get me out of school. Right. Yeah. For people who want to get out of school so bad, they are... <laughs> Dance okay, this hallways, movies and scenes like time. this gave me a really backwards idea of the last day of school because all my last days of school, we just took our shit and we left. Oh, I remember one time in middle school, people threw their papers in the hallway. Nobody ever threw papers. Nobody ever did backflips. Nobody ever screamed and shouted. Oh, wait, that one girl during the part where they're in the hallway, the, oh shoot, what's that part in the song? It's the Wildcats are the best. That part. Red, white, and gold. And there's yeah. a random girl doing a cartwheel in front of everyone. I said, I need to know that girl's story. <laughs> and another another element of the kind of like, you know, you talked about the fast shooting schedule. There's like so many like gaffes that happen in this movie. There's that one where Corbin Blue like almost knocks over oh, yeah. a girl because he like stumbles out of a move. And it's like, y'all couldn't do one more take. No. And they probably couldn't because there's moments yes. in, the, in the hall in the hallway dance scenes where you can see, and this happens later too on the set at the at the resort, that like the light is literally going down. And it's very obvious that they only had like a day to shoot all of everything that they shot. You know what I mean? You also love and- when um right at the end of the number when Zach Efron does that really weird, awkward angled penguin slide like right into the camera. Yeah, that was so <laughs> And, and his like, eyes, his blue eyes are on full saturation too. Like, Christ, his eyes are blue in this yeah. film. Everything is full saturated. But I also, this is, I only know this because Disney Channel for this movie did High School Musical 2 pop-up edition. 
Y'all remember those? Yes! Where you would watch the I movie and there'd, yeah. be, there'd be facts. Like little fun facts. On the yeah. And yeah. one I distinctly remember was it's during the part where Corbin Blue dances with all the cheerleaders. And the cheerleaders have no shoes on, they're only wearing socks. That always sticks in my mind. That's dangerous. Y'all are on well, tile. <laughs> they got to spin. I, I, I just, I, I agree with Scott. This is probably one of the, the best musical numbers of the trilogy. I Well, I guess if you think about like work this out as a group number, but it's not a group number of the whole group, I guess, because Sharpay and Ryan aren't in it. And it's like the only time you get a group number in High School Musical is at the very end. There's also some really clunky, I think, vocal parts in, uh, I was listening to it before we recorded. There's some really clunky vocal parts in uh, Work This Out that kind of tank it for me. And I think in, in uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think is, in- um... Is burning someone's toast? <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Once we get to Work This Out, we got to go full in on it. Yeah, but, but I think that, but um, what time is it? Like everyone's vocals are like locked the fuck in. I mean, the very end of that song, the oh, like the, the choreography yeah. yeah 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 i mean like that kind of last like tag is just so like joyful i and do so, have to say like, good it's vanessa crazy. hudgens voice is not my favorite but there's just the beginning of what time is it it's when they first get out of the classroom and she's like holding out um summertime and she gets on zach efron's back yeah, yeah, that yeah, part. yeah, and she like yeah. holds out the no while everyone like stops. It's so well. Good. This is also the movie that they're mixing the fuck out of her voice with somebody else's. I will say they that, are. <laughs> I mean, I would say that with every film that has yeah has appeared in. Yeah, they're movie. they're like they're hodgepodging her together with some yeah. somebody I, else. <laughs> I agree with everything everyone's saying, and I think Disney and Kenny was like, High School, High School Musical was a, a success. We're gonna show you why it's going to continue to be a success. Do you know first... whose voice never has to be hodgepodged? Is say this it. your segue before we get more into the film? You get I to guess. say this man's name 10 times in this, in this recording. No, sir, that is not right. how this works. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, if anyone listened to our High School Musical episode, I gave Becca 45 minutes to tell me why Lucas Grayboy- Minutes? 45, I would never give you 45 minutes. 45 seconds. You know I could. I think collectively in my lifetime, I've heard Becca talk about Lucas Gribble right. for 45 to tell minutes. Me That's why, probably very true. To tell me why Ryan was the best part in High School Musical 1. I gave her 45 seconds. So It's it's a mental illness that she has, a specific one. It's in the, her, the DMS, PDSMD. So to carry on the tradition, Becca, you have 45 seconds to tell everyone listening why uh, Ryan Evans is the best part of High School Musical 2. Then you know I will do it. Ready? And go. High School Musical 2 is Ryan's movie, all right? He is the only character that, like, fully evolves throughout the piece of this. Like, he starts it still kind of being loyal to Sharpay. They get to the club, he starts to wane off. By the end, he's, like, fully different. Plot twist of him winning the Stardust Award, incredible. Like, And he also... By the time you get to the third one, the character development still holds over. Lucas Grabeel did all of the dance numbers with a knee brace on. Gay content. Ryan Evans also carries Huma Huma Nuka Nuka on his back. The character shift. Incredible acting. This is his film. Ooh. And two seconds to spare. How'd that feel? I started to get a little bit rushed, but that's okay. (laughs) I just wanted to get all my points out there. (laughs) Well, any more closing thoughts about what time is it before we get into the first basically first scenes of this film 
I'll it's take great. That as a, take that as a no. That's all I have to say. Right. Yeah, it's ten great. out of ten. Ten out of ten. So we oh so once what time is it? And people are still in the hallway. There's no rush to get out of there. Everyone's still just no, because we have to do that other uh, that last dance interlude before we all get on the bus. <laughs> yeah, we got a reprise. So much time, but <laughs> everyone in the hallway is talking about. I need a summer job. I need a summer job. That's ev- that's all everyone's talking about. Corbin goes. <laughs> this line makes me cringe. Even when I was seven, I was like, Ooh. um, he goes, I need to. I want money to. What is it? I want to get a job so I can get a car to take that hottie on a proper date. Yes, when Taylor's and, like walking through the hall. And Taylor's like, ooh, like Corbin. It's because so. they have no chemistry at all. And I think they I'm don't. the only, I think I'm kind of one of the only people that thinks that, but no. I think they have absolutely no, they really no don't. chemistry. I think at it's all. because in real life, Monique Coleman's almost 10 years older than Corbin Blue. For sure, for sure. So that maybe. Also, those characters don't make a lick of sense together. Not at all. They're... They only make sense if they have weirdly insane sexual chemistry. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, like, but they don't. That's exactly, and I think like, that they like Troy try to inject that with stuff like that, oh, but it doesn't work. Troy and Gabriella's sexual chemistry in this film is, is off the charts. Oh no, this movie. I think this movie. I would say like is like a like young millennials had Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet, and this is our Romeo and Juliet. Like this is my this was my definition of romance as a child. Like yes, it, I was like I was watching it. I was like, oh my gosh! I feel like Zac Efron and Vanessa Hudgens forgot the cameras were rolling while they were like in the pool and just like frolicking around the grass. And Kenny was like, um, this is a kids' film. We got to bring <laughs> it back down a little bit. I love um when they're talking in the hallways and they ask Kelsey what she's planning on doing over the summer. And she goes, grow, write music, grow. And I'm like, girl, I hope that means self-growth because puberty has passed for you. You are not getting any taller. Kelsey is so uh, so annoying to me in this movie. Really? I liked her yeah, this is one. the worst Kelsey movie for sure. She's well, barely in it. But let's... she wrecks every scene she's in. Also, I, I got the sickest of, um, of Sharpay in this. Really? Mm. Yes. Well, this is High School Musical Two is the Sharpay movie. It's well, Sharpay's she's movie. just like it's Ashley Tisdale's taking all the screeching and and hee heeing and giggling that she did in the first one and cranking it up to eleven and also being in more scenes. Yeah. Well, I well, think that they like did market research and found that like the target audience for the movie from the first one, most of them like love Sharpay, and so I think that they tried to yeah, give everyone loves Sharpay. Sharpay. I mean, yeah, we yeah, got yeah. so much backstory about who Sharpay and Ryan are. Yes. And right. we still don't know Troy's mom's first name. They're bisexual parents. <laughs> the Evans? The most bisexual energy I've ever seen in a Disney movie. So, right. Well, they're, th- th- when Martha and Taylor walk up to Kelsey, oh, Kelsey goes, hey, Martha. Hey, Taylor. Hey, Kels. What's going on? I hate, I just hate that whole <laughs> Everything until they get to Lava Springs just feels so um, community theater. To you me. don't like Tia's and Troy? It feels very VBS. It feels it very feels, skit. Yes. The only thing very, I hey don't... Guys, let's put on a show. The only thing I didn't care for, I guess, is when uh, Gabriella is talking to Sharpay. And Sharpay is like... Th- I mean, that's a good scene where she's like, I'd hate to think this is... Goodbye! Yeah. And she's like, Vanessa Hudgens does like, and Sharpay like smacks into the lockers like she got jump scared. Do you think based off the ending, 
of High School Musical 1 that this is not like, is is this, cons- the way Sharpay's behaving, is this consistent to how High School Musical 1 en- ended? Or is it really like a character whiplash of, weren't you nice to everyone at the no, end? No, I don't. Because she just had like a brief moment of niceness and like, it sounds like she did actually like help Gabriella with the musical, but now she's excited because she's like, this bitch about to move when this <laughs> bitch is not in fact about to move. And so well, that in turn, like continues the, the, um, the goal of Troy. I think if we can speak dramaturgically about the world of high school musical, please, please, I think they sure. obviously have to like re-energize the main yeah. conflict every movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I do feel like it does, you know, it does feel a little whiplash is the right word. Like it feels like not it informed a, at all a, by a the first bit. movie. You know what I mean? It feels like the first one never happened. If you look at the context of that yeah. dynamic in the second one at all, you know. I mean, I I think when they yeah. made the first one, they didn't anticipate making a second one, and sure. they're like, well, we can't have Sharpay just be chums with everyone. But I do think that that's the thing that I find throughout all of the movies that I find the most boring. Like I think that it's such a boring like they're trying to inject some type of love triangle, you know? Well, that's, yeah. I, I may like ask this question when we get deeper into the scenes with Sharpay and Troy, but we have to talk about the tease and Troy of it all. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> the moment that everyone walks up on and is like, Ooh! <laughs> these, I think I talked about this when we reviewed High School Musical. These people need to get alive. I know! Is so Taylor upset. is, well, Taylor is such a, damn meddler taylor cannot keep her nose out of anyone else's business but half reacts, the movie wouldn't happen if it wasn't for her the way doing she reacts that. when she sees troy give gabriella a necklace she's like everyone stop stop what you're doing and everyone pay attention and i hate t isn't troy he's like oh well, uh, yeah yeah <laughs> what if somebody <laughs> would you want a necklace with your significant other's first letter yeah a lot of people do Oh. In high school, for sure. Yeah, I just wouldn't want him to put it on me in the middle of the the hallway. I like how he like was unsure. Like I know he was he, like, uh. he's like, oh, like he didn't want to crush her, 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 her like. He was like, no, T is in titties. <laughs> but yeah, Troy, Troy's good too. Troy's yeah, I was thinking that. And then this random kid, who I'm assuming goes to the actual East High, was just around. He's like shaking, handing his yearbook to Zach <laughs> Efron. Troy. And Troy's like, hey, what's going on, man? Like autographs it and leaves. Like, okay. Stop Imagine having Troy people like at your celebrity. high school run up to you for yearbook autographs. They did that in the first one. They treated Troy like he was a celebrity. Well, Sharpay and Ryan are going down these like clamoring hallways full of fans signing yearbooks too. Yeah, but I forgive that because it's part of a musical number and everything's heightened. But this is just a regular sure. scene and this like a little scrawny boy is shaken in his boots trying to get his yearbook signed. <laughs> oh. And then they do another what time is it in front of the school. And then Which then takes us to the Bolton's house and high school musical career performer Bart Johnson <laughs> enters the scene. <laughs> that, he really is sick. He is sick. <laughs> No, he's like like sick in a good way, is what I'm saying. Mm, right, 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 right. Like when I just the way that he is like laughing in this scene, and the way that he's like wrestling all these teenage boys. Well, he's like the typical um, 
basketball football coach that wants to be still part of like the youth the youth and yeah like, well, hey, yeah i mean i would say that. that it's like i feel like the way that he is now and how he does what he does I feel like you can really read that on him. Like he doesn't feel fatherly yes. to me at all. Like whenever you see the mom with him, it really does feel like she is his mother as well. <laughs> I know. I love, I have in my notes that the moment in this scene where they're all like, they're all goofing around and like jumping on the countertops and stuff. And Mrs. Bolton walks in in like some dress and whips her arm out. And she's like, can we redirect this energy to carrying the groceries? And all these boys pussy whipped for Miss Bolton all go, <laughs> yes, Miss Bolton. And they all run out. <laughs> and she throws the basketball in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to go down the drain. Uh, but uh, before she comes in, we do have the important plot point of Troy oh, yeah. getting a phone call, which they all think is from Gabriella, but it is from someone offering him a job at this country club lava springs which we don't do we know at the time that that's the evans club no but there's a scene oh. before where sharpay is kind of like talking about how her they definitely Troy... say they're spending the summer at the country club but i don't i don't know if we know that it's their club yeah, but there's a thing like informing why he's going to get the job because sharpay is kind of setting her eyes on troy right and and that's when she goes, it's summer rye. Everything, Everything changes. changes. So. That's how we find out that um, he, Mr. Fulton's assignment is to hire Troy Bolton, whatever it takes. And Troy's stipulation basically is that like all of his friends get jobs as well, well since they're all in need. Nice. Yeah, nice. Troy's, a t Troy's a team man. Um, what I hate, is this when he's mentioned scholarship yet? Or how, how much college is? Like, he's been talking cool. about it because that's like why he's saving money. Troy, I've seen your house. It's I, I wanted nice. To, yeah, we have to talk about this. <laughs> it, it makes me wonder: Did the people at Disney Channel think that his house is like middle class or lower middle they class, must. or did they just still want us to think like, "Wow, it's a movie and these people have nice houses"? Well, because Troy says something about how his parents are pinching or, pennies, yeah. and I, I think, think that because they're giving well, his him dad's a beat up a old basketball truck. coach. <laughs> yeah, so it's mom, like the mom brings in the money. Well, but that's my thing is it's like, do they actually want us to think that they're not well off and that what we're seeing is just actually lower middle class for where they live? Or I, I'm assuming they, they must. Think we're like, in movies. Lower middle class in Albuquerque, new mother effing freaking Mexico. <laughs> my theory is. <sighs> looks a lot they, worse than that. They want everything to look nice and shiny in a movie. But yeah, I mean, sure. They, they have to. They all can't be rich. Even if they all have great houses, right? But you can't. Don't don't pee on but my I, leg I've and seen, tell me. It's I've rain. seen the, I've seen the fridge that blends in with the cabinetry. That's a that's right. a staple of wealth. Yes, <laughs> it at is. At least in the at least in the early two thousands. Right. Yes. 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 Like I guess they just want us to think Troy's not wealthy because he's like fixing up a truck to drive. Right. For fun, he's like. Look, they show him doing manual labor, and that represents that he is. A poor. <laughs> He's a poor. <laughs> He's Troy, a poor. They're like, no, every 10 seconds, Zach Efron's dialogue is like, remember, I'm poor. Right. <laughs> I can't right. afford college, remember And that. then you cut to, the, like, the pink freaking convertible playing the song, You Got It, by Lucas Grabeel, as they pull up to Lava Springs. That is a song okay. of his. So, Sharpay is supposed to be pop the popular girl in school, I'm assuming. Yes, obviously. I can't tell if she's popular or, like, she thinks she's popular. I think it's um, that. I think she's the most interesting character in that way, in that, like, 
you know, I mentioned earlier, like they're trying to inject a love triangle, but it's never really a triangle. It's truly just yeah. like Troy being like, uh, and I think she just is delusional. But she's in like popular really in that everyone way. is everyone is fascinated by her, and she is very wealthy, but she doesn't have friends. She has minions. Yeah. Like she has these three girls whose names we don't know that just come right. running up to her no, like the second. She I literally cool. think she's just like you know that you know that character Mora from Pen Fifteen. Yes. I think yes. Sharpay is that girl who just like looks better. Because I, you know what I mean. Like, it, I was just like, if this was my school and a girl pulled up in a hot pink convertible with her initials on the hood of the car and fabulous on the license plate, I'd go with a dog. This chick is cuckoo bananas. She's right. like, um, she's like Billy Lord's character from Booksmart, but as and, the villain. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So then we. She's delusional. She's completely delusional. That's. I think that's so. I think oh it's. Oh my god! When one of the girls, but right before they get into fabulous, when one of the girls is like, "There's a guacamole facial at the like." Are they putting guacamole on your face, like with all the ingredients that are in guacamole, or is it an avocado facial? Says. Mild, medium, or spicy. That's for you to decide. That's for you to decide. But yeah, we figure out that this is uh, lava springs. They're, Ryan and Sharpay's parents own the country club, and this is where they spend all their every summer. Yes. And we get into, I think, another, if we're talking about iconic high school musical songs. Absolutely it is. Fabulous. Absolutely. <laughs> I love to say this. <laughs> For the song Fabulous, the intro to Fabulous is so heavy-handed. Yeah. yeah. Before, like, they talk about all the things they're going to do this summer at Lava Springs, and the... <laughs> And one of the minions just goes, what could be more fabulous? And then you hear the <laughs> I rolled my eyes. Like, I've oh, never God. understood the the cutaway of having Lucas Grabeel playing the piano in the pool. But I don't uh... care because I do love this number. <laughs> I mean, once again, we have to remember that, like, this is Kenny Ortega. Like, yes. every time he gets to do something with Ryan and Sharpay, he's getting to, like, do gay camp. Like, Lucas Grabeel is, is carrying the harmony part for Fabulous on his back like a pack mule. He is incredible in this song. <laughs> what do y'all think of, like, the song Fabulous and the scene in general? I know it's not everyone's favorite. It's I like it a lot. But in terms of other songs in the film, there are a lot of other songs in the film that are a lot, lot better than it. But it's oh, so yeah. much fun. When I was in middle school, this was uh, one of those times when I was like, Sharpay sucks, the song's annoying, but her bathing suit. That was me in middle school. <laughs> that was that was my that was my initial reaction. Understood. Now I just think it's now I just think it's annoying and I think the song sucks. You mean, but I am interested to know if her three minions are the stand-ins for Vanessa Hudgens, Ashley Tisdale, and Monique Coleman. Probably, <laughs> yeah. But that is something I have always thought. Speaking of bathing suits, you mean all the one pieces? No one. But else. when I was in, but when I was in middle school, I was like, wow. Vanessa Hudgens do look good in a lifeguard one piece. I will say, I will tell you. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Did you guys notice that during the scene, fabulous? They're supposed to be in the cup. Um, yes. The, the ice tea. Yeah. Yeah. The ice. Yeah. Yeah. The, the ice cubes. Someone like looks into the cup, and it's that's when like the camera's like on Sharpay and they're like throwing ice and she's on a yeah. giant lemon or whatever. Yeah. So and and then towards the end of Fabulous, she sees Troy walk in. 
Absolutely. And he's like waving and she's like, oh, hey. But then she looks back and it's Gabriella. Not. Card. Does Gabriella even have lifeguard training? Like she says she's going to take first aid certification over <gasps> the summer. But like, is she even qualified to be here? You know, that's one of those things on her resume that gets her into fucking <laughs> So Probably. Then Sharpay, then Sharpay falls into the pool. Do you think she fell on purpose to get yes. Troy to, to get Troy to um, get her, or do you think she just fell because she was so shocked? That no, she falls on purpose because she starts screaming prior to even falling. But then Gabriella saves her instead. See, I in truly one of the worst gaps in the movie when they cut and it's obviously a body double that dives into the pool, right. not Vanessa Hutchins <laughs> at all. I am going to have to disagree with you, Becca. Okay, I that's think, fine. I don't think she fell on purpose because I feel like Sharpay wouldn't want to get in water. Right. I mean, it's just like Inception. You know, like it does the top. Are they dreaming? Are they in the right. real world? Right. Does she fall? Did she go in on purpose? I think it was a Michael Chekhov psychological gesture. I think it, she was overcome with uh, with emotion, and she that was what she did right. to get it out. And then, Troy... then we begin like when Troy winks at her in the pool, and she does the wave. You can just the tension. You can cut it with a knife. Well, they're dating. It is thick. I know, but like they're dating in real life at this point. Yeah. But their, I just their sexual tension is just primo in this movie. Also, Troy, Troy didn't know that Sharpay and Ryan's family owns Lava Springs. But see, that's no. one of the things that I find completely unbelievable. Like, Me too. if if someone was that, you know, rich, I think charismatic about their own wealth, how would you not know that like this this resort that you all live in the same like, right? You know, well, because when they when Fulton not. gives him the call. He's like, we have, we've always had a student work program here at Lava Springs, but like you didn't give them your information. So how would they have found you? No, yeah, I know. I agree because and in my school, I would always know like, oh, that person owns the so-and-so. Right. That, per that person's right. parents own this. I right. Would know and, if, I a, yeah. and I think it would actually make a more interesting dynamic if like Troy did know and decided to go work there. Like, I don't understand why they avoid that element of it. I think that would actually immediately inject it with kind of like the dynamic that you end up getting, which is that Gabriella feels like Troy's spending his a lot of his time with the rich people, with Sharpay, with the Evans, as a yeah. way to crime. Like, you can inject that immediately if he's, like, knowledgeable of it, which I don't understand why they don't do that. Well, it may just be something they didn't think that kids would think about. It's just another, like, added, like, oh, I didn't know you worked here. Whoops. Yeah. And Sharpay but, is Sharpay is furious, yeah. and imagine, she's she finds imagine, out that her mother. Imagine working there, imagine working there and a like sixteen, seventeen year old treats you like that. <laughs> like Fulton is like getting like his okay. So cut off by this, this is my question about Fulton. When Sharpay is mad about getting all the Wildcats and Gabriella hired, she's like, "If you can't fire them." make them quit and so i'm wondering if fulton is a dick to all of them for the rest of the movie just because of that or if he just cares that much about his job i think he is annoyed of sharpay and is annoyed to have all the wildcats there yeah like i don't i don't doubt that he would probably be like a little bit dickish to them because they are like like Chad can't just stick his bare feet into buckets of ice yeah, in a kitchen like, that's not sanitary what he's what <laughs> fulton is giving them as stipulations 
it's very common in the workplace. You get like yeah. three warnings. You need to clock in, clock out on time. Yeah, I just don't know I if also, he's seeing. It's not really I, that big of a deal. I also think that he's just an angry, persnickety homosexual man. If you ask me, I think that he's just right. very particular. And I, I'm just, ha- I just picked up on the layer of like maybe he's just laying it on a little bit thick because Sharpay was like. If you can't mm-hmm. fire them, make them want to quit. But no, yeah, I may I, also be putting too much thought into this decom. No, I, I think because he was like, <laughs> but the the way they're like, oh, they're going to hate this because w- w- what he says to make them want to quit is very simple work. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, no going on the pool, I also did briefly skip stuff. over uh, the iconic moment where they burst into the yoga studio and uh ryan and his mom have that moment with ducky and they (laughs) kiss each other's fingers and it's so fruity on both of their behalves this is literally just like the sharpay and ryan family history movie like why we we knew i know so much about their family i have but we don't know what what like what is the father's job that he can just land his helicopter on a golf course i don't know but he loves his son and he loves to tell that story about his wife stepping on a golf ball because he does it at least three times. Y'all, High School Musical 2 is Chekhov. The Evans were at their were at their resort. People come in. They do their things. There's drama. People and she leave. steps this Wait, on the ball. Is, High School is Musical high, 2 is Chekhov. Is High School Musical 2 White Lotus? <laughs> I mean, I do. Like, there is this really funny, like... Um, you know, nowadays, I think if Disney Channel made this movie, they would 100% try to inject this kind of like heavy handed um, social commentary into the fact that like all of the rich people are white and all of the people who work for them now are people of color and poorer. Oh, yeah. But I think that that dynamic exists in it. It's just not something that they like force yeah. onto the narrative. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. a class divide. It's really interesting to like to look at now that if they made that thing now, they would like jam it. They throws, would, and it, it's it's there, but it's not like harped upon because that wasn't. Well, it's like there a in the way that it's the there, time, in, well, it's there in the way that it's there in real life, which is that yeah. it bubbles under the surface, but it never yeah. really breaks. And the the skinny blue eyed white boy is the one that gets like bumped up while everybody else scrounges right. and right and scraps. What I love about when Fulton gives everyone the the rules. Gabriella walks into the kitchen like she owns I know. She's like, oh my God, what is for lunch? I am starving. It's like, why are you in the kitchen? I know, get out. out You are not in non-slips, girl. I can guarantee you that. There's something like, there's. she does that a lot in this movie. There's, There's a lot of moments where she kind of like does something really like bumbling like that. And it feels really not like her at all. And I wonder why they have her do that so much. I know. You know what I mean? Like, Unless it's just, like, this is a social setting that she's never been in before. But, like, this is the girl who on the first day of school went, Mom, my stomach. <laughs> so, like, I doubt it. And then they all get mad at Troy for him giving everyone jobs over well, the summer. Okay. The, this scene where Fulton is, like, giving them the instructions, Jason has half of a brain cell. Like, he's struggling Jason. for oxygen. My notes, I said, Jason, a dummy dummy. <laughs> Actually, I'm not Miss Evans. I'm Jason. I really think we could have had a cameo from the cello, the cello skater, where he was playing in the dining room they at the Lava Springs. <laughs> was he not already in prison? I wonder why that is, because 
they expanded Martha's character and yeah. the, only, the only scene she was in, in and the first Zeke. one. Yeah, they expanded all like the minor characters, but Martha wasn't really in anyone's friend group. She wasn't. It maybe was they all just the liked quo. Maybe they all just liked Casey Stroh and they like needed a dancer. I mean, everyone remembers Pop Locked and Break. Yeah, of course. And she is popping and locking and jamming and breaking in this movie. And if y'all since we're sort of getting into work it out, we I have are. to we're, say we're in this scene. I have to say it again because I said it when we talked about the song previously, but when the line is sung, I needed Benjamins, but this ain't worth the stress. Maybe there's a better way to fix this crazy. In case the listeners haven't heard the second episode, as a child, I thought Benjamins was a type of shoe that the man wanted to purchase <laughs> and not a $100 bill. <laughs> uh, you, you, you simple-minded I mean, Work This Out is the best choreography in the entire series. It's incredible. Yes, 100%. It's so ergonomic. It's so like, it just, it it sits on all of their bodies so well. And it's so cool. And it doesn't feel like kitschy Disney Channel choreography. Like, it really just feels so cool to me. It's very fun. It's It's such a mood booster. I was watching this um, in my car on my break on a double yesterday and I've been feeling really really burnt out by my job for the past couple weeks but I like I couldn't even stop myself from like singing and bopping like even having a terrible day because of like just how awesome it is yeah and that final kind of like um modulation where they all come in like near the end whoa you got to like that part is oh my god it's so it's so lively and the little like all of the just like this the very stomp-esque like all the sound choreo is very cool yeah I kind of wonder just in the context of the film how Fulton didn't burst into the kitchen being like, what are y'all doing? Well, also the fact that they have like 17-year-olds working in a a chef's brigade in the kitchen. Basically unsupervised with like one one adult chef. Bob Springs has no adults working here. It's all all like kids. Like, this kid is going to make my omelet this morning? I mean, some places, yes. Uh, maybe a wealthy country club, no. But Zeke, <laughs> Zeke is the main chef, apparently. He's training right. with the main chef. Where's the main chef? I did not see anyone <laughs> over the age of 18. Zeke, Zeke is the chef de cuisine. Zeke is the chef de cuisine in this brigade. I guess Martha is one of the chefs, too. She's wearing she is, that. yeah. She Well, she's well, like a prep cook. It took Alicia Rulin, who plays Kelsey, three days to learn how to move her feet properly for work this out. And if you... <laughs> Uh, and if you look if you look closely during the number in the movie she's still having trouble put her in a seat i really do want to know if because i know that like disney channel how it works is like when you're a kid you just kind of get put into this like farm where they kind of like pluck you out of obscurity after you've like worked with well i mean that's kind of what it is they kind of like farm your talent and i'm like did alicia rulin like have a rich daddy who like knew Someone at Disney Channel that got her in these movies because she, she must. has no appeal at all. She's, okay, well, she has she... no vocal talent. She has no <gasps> how... choreography of talent. She how is not a good actress. She, she, she has those... no charisma. She hits those na 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 nas, and you are the music can be pretty. Anyone good. can do that. Okay, Alicia Rowland was in this movie in in like 2013 <laughs> when I was in high school. She was in this movie called Apart. That's about like some mental illness. And they had people, like, coming to our high school to, like, market it and give us free tickets to the movie. So she's got to know somebody. Well, she has. She it has to be, like, an in. Well, she doesn't yeah. know anyone who can teach her the Work This Out dance. No. Because I remember that because I remember watching the Road to High School Musical 2. 
Mm-hmm. And there was a and there was one where they just talked about filming work this out. She's like, well, I'm such big trouble. Work I mean, at that point, thing. just sit her on the counter and have her do the like, clink in the pots and the pans or something like. Oh my gosh! When when uh, Monique Coleman comes out of like the curtain right over and goes, <laughs> yes, for that one second shot. Oh my gosh! And they utilize Corbin Blue so much better in this movie than they did the first one because they figured Truly. out he could really dance. We well, we all saw his booty bounce. <laughs> don't bring that up. <laughs> Disney Channel games, Corbin's booty bounce. I did. Oh. No, no, Ugh, you shouldn't. It's, it's such a great number. It's so much fun. Yeah, I. It's fun. It's not. But the then one after I, this, like immediately, we would move into like the schemings, the schemes, right? Well, you have the scene right after the scene right after this is when Troy and Gabriella are having that that date on the green, mm-hmm. and they're having this like what I think is a very well written and like very genuine conversation about like the future and like where they're at that's and all their conversation about in this movie is about okay i know but this first one in particular is it like really resonates with me i like I, it a I, lot I it's very genuine and I, also, and I think that like once again an, an under kind of like discussed element of these films is like those two are really good actors i think yeah. and i think in that environment like they can really just like shine which i think is that they're both just like really um genuine individuals and because they obviously have that chemistry offset it just kind of like is imbued with that and i totally agree with you i just think that it's so it feels really real and it feels yeah, really I, you know I, I like made a note i said troy and gabriella are like watching their scenes it's like so sweet like yeah but yeah. it works it's, it's yeah like, with other people it would be like this is so cheesy right and you also have like like I mean, you said, they are having a lot of the same conversations and they have basically the same plot line in all three movies, but they're able to just like make it work by making it be so genuine that you're Where like, Where the fuck is our it. Geffen Playhouse production of Romeo and Juliet with Zac Efron and Vanessa Hutchins? Why didn't we get it? Why didn't we get it? <laughs> well, while Troy and Gabriella are having a picnic. An almost green, kiss. An almost kiss. One of like five Char- almost kisses in this film. Sharpay and Orion are spying on them. And this is one of those moments where like they cut to them and you can see in the distance that it is like the 7 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> and is this when Sharpay uh, has a plan to... Uh, why? Why? Oh, right, right now the plan isn't to ask Troy to be in the talent show. It's just no. to get them to quit. She's just on the walkie-talkie being like, Fulton, I noticed that the, the green around the fifth hole was looking a little dry. Can you turn on the sprinklers? No, she goes, a little bone dry. Oh, dry. <laughs> yes. That so she turns reading? the sprinklers on Troy and Gabriella, trying to ruin their date, not knowing that they will just frolic in it. Also, Ryan, I mean, can, can no Ryan go. looks like the Easter Bunny. <laughs> His his uh his color scheme is I know pink and green. They really do him dirty with some of these fits. And I do think another thing too, like I think Ashley Tisdale really has the most range out of all of them, though. I mean, like if you look at how she is on Sweet Love is Zag Cody, you really see her as like girl next door, like best friend kind of thing. And in this, she's really like evil. And I think that that really does take a lot to do both of those, kind of in this like campy Disney way, really well. This movie, out of all three, has has the most sharp haze scenes. It does. With and this movie has Sharpay interacting with a lot more people than she did in the first one. 
Like she, yeah. there's like a lot of solo Troy scenes. Yeah, it's not like all of her scenes with, are with Ryan. Ryan and Miss Darbus. Yeah, like we can, <laughs> we'll get to it, but like the Gabriella and Sharpay scene and yeah, that kind of stuff. I also love when um when Troy says to Gabriella, "You are gonna get so wet." Ew. Like yeah, you are. See, <laughs> that's why I was like, if this was not Vanessa Hudgens and Zac Efron. This would be, I would have turned this off. I know. Maybe, and maybe I'm, I'm probably looking at this with rose-colored glasses, but I was just like, damn it. They're fun to watch on screen. They are. They are. Also, they both have a lot of charisma, and they both really work well together. And Zac Efron shorts, I had a pair of those. Oh, yeah, those were like the <laughs> those jam. Those plaid shorts. Those plaid like knee-length shorts. In different colors. There are a lot of capris in this in this movie. Yes. A lot of capris and a lot of past the knee shorts. So yeah, it's after... very it's very pack sun, very pack sun. <laughs> after a this, va- a lot of vans. Yeah, yeah. After this is when they clock in. They clock oh. in for work. Troy and Gabriella are like, "Hey guys, hey, we're just rolling in together." Like they clock nice. in, so they're getting paid to perform. You are the music in me <laughs> in this in this scene. And Alicia Rulin hits those na na nas. and that's all you know the words once upon a time and i don't understand why the way troy every time someone mentions troy performing the musical or troy can sing it's like someone just revealed he has like a really bad drug problem like even still you were the lead in the musical sir he was like what what why are you telling people that i'm like dude just 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 roll with it man just uh (laughs) you were the music in me is such a great song well, now it's funny. It's almost like a thing where, like, now if you're a guy and you can sing, that's almost something people like have to know about you. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. It's like yeah. who, like who, disclose. what, who doesn't want people to know that they have a good voice? Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't know those people. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Alicia, is that you? Alicia, is that you? <laughs> you know the words once upon a time. <laughs> okay, but this song, this song was like the most romantic thing. Oh that, my God, when yeah. I was a kid, I was like, this is the most romantic thing. When he lays across the piano and that red shirt drapes up a little bit. Oh my God. <laughs> no, I, I, that is that is something that a lot of girls at our school did talk about, for sure. They would talk yes. about Troy's, his his underwear peeking out the whole the whole movie. Underwear peeking out. Ah. And it of was. course, the people who have no lives, Taylor, Chad, the rest of the Wildcats, come barging in are like woohoo you're singing together again <laughs> this is also this this is the song where you can hear the most of whoever is in the booth with Vanessa Hutchins um, cutting through <laughs> and it, this is when they figure out that there's a talent show and they're all gonna sign up and yes. then yeah. they say this this is I just hate this is clunky dialogue the is it the two song titles line that Troy yes. drops yet when he's like we might be able to work this out but only if we're all in this together and they say we're all in this together which is then followed up by one of the best lines of dialogue in this entire movie golden throat this is jazz square we may have a problem (laughs) (laughs) ryan and sharpay are the star of this movie i'm sorry ryan is the star of this movie right ryan and sharpay are the star i know i know but i do but i do have to to agree with you that towards the end ryan has the best character art he does everyone else just kind of like 
uh, step and, and everything. the thing I sort of I did have to sort of rush in my 40 seconds but the thing that I like the best about Ryan's arc in this movie is that it holds in the third movie mm-hmm. like Ryan is no longer everyone's enemy in the third film yeah you know like it, I mean, it's one of the only one of these arcs that like it happens and then it stays like that yeah and everything else is like step and repeat like oh yeah Sharpay, Sharpay's evil again right oh, and Tr- I mean Tr- I don't know I don't know if Kenny Ortega I don't know much about Kenny Ortega as a person, but I mean, Ryan is definitely the character that he's written himself into, I think. I mean, no, Ryan I, dances, I he's interview. a choreographer. Yeah. I read an interview and he said he kind of based Ryan off himself. And yeah, for sure. I mean, Ryan is the most like, in a way, like, I don't want to say <laughs> grounded, but like he definitely has, I think throughout all three of the movies, like the most like, um, maybe like relatable quality in that like he, is kind of an underdog all the time, but he's also not scrounging to not be the underdog, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So after You're the Music Me and Sharpay and Ryan find out that all the Wildcats want to do... Another thing, I hate that they refer to the friend group as Wildcats. I just I hate that. that yeah. It's like a weird It's thing. a very jockish thing to do. To, to call your friend group your school mascot. Like, I wouldn't call my... Your high school mascot. I wouldn't call my friends, like, the Green Waves. I wouldn't call... I wouldn't... <laughs> That, that, was, like, that was the mascot of my high school. Like, imagine going to Lipscomb and calling your boyfriend being like, you crazy bison. <laughs> You're crazy, wildcat. You're crazy, wildcat. You're crazy, wildcat. So, and then so, Sharpay comes up with a plan and asks, he, she, is this when they go on golfing? Yes. yes. So, Fulton comes into the kitchen when Troy and Chad are getting ready for their shift. And he's like, Bolton, Danforth, you guys are caddying today. Um, and they're making $40. And Ooh. Chad says for 40 bucks he would caddy for Godzilla. Little does he know. Little does he know he is. But it's like 40 bucks you'd caddy for a literal monster? <laughs> I thought it was 40 bucks an hour. That's what I thought. He just said 40 bucks. So I'm really not sure. Maybe that meant an hour. But either way, 40 bucks to a high schooler is like big money. And then... Sharpay and Ryan and their mom and dad are the people they're caddying, caddying for. Yes. Sharpay has a golf cart that has her initials on them. And it's pink. And it's pink. I love when is, um, like, really up at a 10. In the I love when Ryan's dad showed up and he was like, move the hat. And he like moves his hat straight. And you immediately see Ryan be like, nope. And like <laughs> scooch it back over her. And Sharpay's wearing a tiara. Troy, uh, daddy. <laughs> I'm just gonna let that sit. <laughs> I, and then they both let go. Let it hang in the air. Let it hang in the air. Let it hang in there. They both go, Daddy. No, doesn't she go, Daddy, Troy, Troy, Daddy? No, because yeah. she's like, she says, yes. Chad, you'll be caddying for mother. Troy, Daddy. No, but, but then Scott, <laughs> she says that as well, the way you just said it. I think she, so yeah, like yeah weird, she does like, introduce what? them that way, but then she also just says the line by itself Troy, Daddy. <laughs> So you snorted directly into the microphone. I wanted everyone to feel my snort. <laughs> uh, it's so, this- so, I don't know, it's so gross. Like, it's just really, I think that's the thing that I find the most annoying about it is it's like, I don't know. I don't necessarily think that we need to like sympathize with Sharpay. No, and obviously she- there's been this kind of, this like cultural renaissance around the character of Sharpay, but I just find it kind of boring how much she is, you she know? She is grating on the nerves in this film. Well, her character <laughs> yeah. is... I would say out of all three, this movie, she's out of what, like, the the caricature, I mispronounced that, but you know what I mean, 
It's yeah, like yeah. up at a 100. Like yes. all pink, like screaming, like clapping. And then the other two movies, she's kind of not as like big. Yeah. She's, she's more cartoony in this one. She's, but actually, she's just oh still, my God. still sells it. She does. It just gets to the point where it's like, she's in another scene and you're like, ooh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then this is when Sharpay's plan of like bringing Troy and with her family. Yes. She's like, he, like wooing him with the scholarship because the dad is like on the board at University of Albuquerque, which I guess is a big deal. I mean, that's like the college to go to in that town, I guess. In that town. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I also love when um, she like yank the amount of stuff that Sharpay just does where Troy's just like, I don't know. Like, she We're, yanks him into the golf cart, drives away. Chad's following them. And Ryan just is left with the golf clubs. And he just starts Ryan. dragging them Every time, him. if you notice, every time Sharpay appears in a scene, that sh- like, she just appears and, like, gets Troy or whatever, there's, like, horror music playing. Yes. Yeah. So, so they're at the scene. And Troy's kind of uncomfortable because he's like, oh, all my friends are waiting on me oh when they when they invite him to dinner yeah yes so they make him dress up in a suit and they invite him to dinner with like somebody else who's on the board and sharpay is like oh troy is all that and And he's late for his he's late for his date with gabriella well because in in front of everyone sharpay mentions that there's a talent show and they should do something together and he's like, uh... And she tries to st- make him and Kelsey, like, sing in the middle of dinner. Right. And that's when he's like, no, 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 I don't sing. Like, yes, you did. Um, and then what what happens? Basically, in front of everyone, he promises he'll do something with Sharpay for the talent yes. show. Yes. And because he... Sharpay is afraid that she's going to lose the talent show. To yeah. Yeah. This freaking country club nothingness talent show. I love how, like, in this movie, <laughs> Troy's main motivation is wanting to get into college. And Sharpay's main motivation is winning a talent show. Right. Priorities. If that, if that Class is. divide. Class divide. And then you have there the, it is. the incredible scene where Troy just walks back into the kitchen, stops, and does that full body, like, ah! <laughs> well, that's wow. one of the things that I would I would say about you know, I don't know if it's Zac Efron's performance or how he was directed to be, but I think that is one thing about his character in all three of the movies that does feel kind of artificial to me is that like, there doesn't really seem to be any gravity to the decisions that he knows are wrong and the decisions he knows that he is making that are wrong and how they affect him. Like, it still feels kind of like this glossy kind of like Ken doll hero arc, which I understand, but I think when other characters do have moments of that, it makes no sense why, like, the main central figure in all three of the movies does not. I mean, everyone's bland in this movie except Ryan and Sharpay. Right, but I think think that's what I mean is that's, like, I think Ryan does have genuine moments of, like, hurt. I think think Vanessa Hudgens really does have moments of, like, hurt. And I think that any time, you know, the, the... the the kind of moment that we get with Zac Efron in this in this movie is that stupid fucking song where he's charging around the uh, around the golf course like and it's like that doesn't feel authentic in any way and you never really see I think the weight of what's happening landing on him and that's the one thing that I would say about you know this is kind of where the story starts kind of splitting where you're kind of realizing what's happening 
And I just don't see, I don't track any of it throughout the whole movie. And I think that's the one thing that I would say that I find kind of weak mm -hmm. about it and about his performance. Although, you know, it's a Disney channel. They have a lot right, of effect like, on I've how it's being told. You know what I mean? Yeah, Speaking like, of a performance, Disney Plus oh, yeah, did us ahead. the the great, great service of adding Huma Huma Nuka Nuka Apoa to their cut of High School Musical 2. <laughs> and sick. everyone else is You're rolling sick. their eyes and shaking their Which head. Because it was only available... <laughs> on the DVD. It was. But the song was on the soundtrack. And if you're a true fan like I was, I bought the soundtrack the week yeah, of before course. the movie of came course. out. So I'm listening to all the songs. I'm like, what is this song? Okay, this think... song, it needed to be cut from the film. It yeah, did. It... it did. It's not good. I love it so much. They like knew it needed to be cut because there's quite literally a perfect cut out of the movie that yeah. you can be placed directly into. But I just in, like, yeah, I love- the Disney, In the Disney Channel cut, it looks like Troy is late for Gabriella and his day because of the dinner. Right. Which he is. But, but then he he's like is. trying to leave and Fulton grabs him again, which means that Sharpay left dinner and in like two minutes has done this whole costume change, set up, all this stuff. I don't- Huma Huma is yet another number that Lucas Graviel carries on his back, which is probably why I love it so much. Um, but in that scene, he re this is like this the song that this is also he wants to do with Troy. This is the switch because Lucas spends this whole song thinking that he's the fish prince. And then Sharpay is like, ah, ah, ah. And you can see him be like, <laughs> he's, he's pissed. And then the whole rest of the song, he's pissed. And he just, he's in that ridiculous outfit that they made him wear. And he's God, doing all so the special disgusting. effects. It's so, it's so gross. Like it's there, it's just like this gross Freudian, like I, I still can't, you know, stop thinking about the fact that they wanted to be the leads in the, in the winter musical, which was a romance. It yeah, was a romance. It's, it's so nasty. And like, obviously I'm sure Disney <laughs> had conversations about that, but like, what the can we really just have a moment to let this hang in the air? What the fuck? I mean, there's never a plot to Twinkle Town. All we know is what songs were performed. But they are so, romantic leads and we do know that. Yeah. So I know I know and I'm not gonna say any names, but I do know a brother sister combo <laughs> that has played Ryan and Sharpay before. I know. I also know a brother sister leads. combo that has played Troy and Sharpay before. Yes. Oh, weird. Interesting. Which is disgusting. I just so depraved. I have, this this I have number. No oh yeah, yeah. This yeah. number stinks. It stinks. Yeah. I love it so much. I think that I am in love with the only other person in the universe who also loves it so much. Um, one of the first nights that, like, even before I started talking to my boyfriend, we were at a party together and did karaoke to this song. But it was so. like, not the whole six minutes. I yeah, mean, I say I hate this song, but because it is a high school musical song, I know every word. You know what I mean? I I hate it. I it's, I didn't. I haven't. I never really listened to it until Becca played it for me. I hate it's it. like I will sing it with like a frown on my face. I I'll love like, it so much. I'm like I'll be like sitting here like listening <laughs> to it. I'll be like boom, 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 boom. also when uh, Lucas Graviel raps. Yeah. Okay, the transition Jail. of Sharpay going, Jail. this is where we lean into the whole Kabuki thing, and then they're rapping within less than 10 seconds. I do love the Messy. Kabuki reference. I do love the Kabuki reference. Ugh, well, just, Lucas Grebeau also, on his cover of Justin Bieber's Baby on the Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure soundtrack, he also does the ludicrous rap, 
and he leads into it by shouting Lucas instead of Luda. Lucas. And it's horrible, and I love it. There's also something sick about him. I don't know what it is. <laughs> he's he's not really like doing anything anymore, though. He's not is that like surprising. Is that no, not surprising? Right. I mean. He is very talented, and I wish that he had done more, but at least he's not like Bart Johnson, where he's shoving the fact that he was in High School Musical down everyone's throats. Bart Johnson's just collecting a check. If I was in High School Musical, I'd be like, I was in High School Musical. Yeah, 100%. Right. I mean, like, Lucas just seems, he does seem like a genuinely nice person. Well, Lucas's character, Ryan, is very upset that he has now been cut from whom, 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 whom as he whom, should whom, be he finds out mid performance after she's been bitching at him the whole song and troy is kind of like uh what i mean happening? maybe like yeah it's very patty lapone glenn close sunset boulevard maybe because there's too. shifts where i have had to be a bartender a server and a host all at once i sympathize with him having to be a performer and a musician and a special effects person and no, then finding no, out he got he, the job his anger is very justified yes but troy we don't have like, to talk about whom anymore like, Just know um... that I love it. What is up, time travelers? That does it for part one of our two-part High School Musical 2 extravaganza. Please make sure to check back next week for part two. All the rest of the songs, a little bit of trivia, a little bit of song ranking. Going to be a good time. Uh, and also make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all of that. Time Machine Podcast. Type it in. We should come up. Thanks for listening, guys. Happy one year to us.